0: Hey y'all, this is Briar Potter and... I am Shelley Spears and welcome to the Space of Grace podcast. This podcast is for everyday people like us, regardless of sex, age, and background. To
1: make room for people to encounter God's grace throughout their lives. So come into our space where we welcome real conversations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Space of Grace. We are super excited to have a special guest with you today, Raven, and we're going to share more about her. But before we do, my name is Briah Potter, one of the founders.
0: And I am Shelly Spears, the other founder. It's so good to have you guys tune in with us today.
1: Yes. So guys, we have a special guest and her name is Raven Knoll. She was born and raised in the Chicago area and she is known for her passion for seeing others whole, her innate ability to transform perspectives and her drive to equip people with the skills necessary to live out their full potential. Raven is a counselor, a life coach, speaker, instructor and considered a voice of sobriety. She holds a master's degree in Christian counseling from Trinity College, specializing in family counseling and life coaching. Raven is the founder of the faith-based community, The Wholeness Pursuit, which exists to promote healing within the hearts, souls, and minds of women across the world, and to equip women with greater knowledge of their purpose. So without further ado, please welcome our special guest, Raven Knoll.
2: Hello, hello. I love the introduction.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, well, hey girl. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, what you doing? It's a blessing and we're so blessed and we know our listeners are going to be so encouraged yes. after our conversation today. And so yes. I know that I kind of introd you Raven, but we'd love for you to share um, you know, with our listeners what you'd love for them to know about you.
2: Thank you. Um, I think that introduction was so great. I don't even know what to add to that, but um, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I just you. truly have a heart for uh, just seeing women made whole. It's so important to me because of my own personal journey and what I've encountered in my own life and how I've journeyed through for, um, being a, a broken woman and and really uh, taking the necessary steps to overcome those barriers in my life. And so it's so important for me to kind of replicate that process for others to be able to journey through wholeness. And see themselves whole. So that's my purpose. I know that's a big part of my mandate on the earth. And so that's what I'm going with.
1: Love it. Love it. And (laughs) it all sounds amazing. And so thank you so much, you know, for just what you do and how you're allowing God to use you um, to helping others become whole, which is a blessing.
0: Yes. And I wanted to ask you, Raven, you know, can you share with us how you were led to start your ministry, The Wholeness Pursuit?
2: absolutely um, it was like I said my own personal journey I had um, some years now it was some years back I had decided to really get my life in order I had come out of a, a very broken relationship I had gone through a lot of trauma in my life a lot of um, emotional abuse um, even through my childhood and some things that I had experienced and then in my early 20s it hit me that you know all this stuff just start like the walls were caving in on me I just could not take it anymore I felt like I was literally two steps away from just having a complete breakdown um, my mental health was uh, was horrible you know emotionally I was very unstable and I was just really going through a very tough time in my life and so I took the step um, to change my life so I literally had to uh, move cities I moved uh, my job uh, I changed my phone number I got a new car like I literally did a whole life transformation mm-hmm. and so I had to not only do that external transformation but that internal transformation had to also meet the external transformation in order for it to be effective, right? Mm. So I had to take the steps to do the dirty work inwardly that I did not necessarily know I needed to do. And so, um, once I journeyed through that for years, and really dealing with you know my abandonment issues, dealing with the emotional abuse I had encountered, dealing with you know I had been molested in in my childhood, and just all of those different things, the trauma that I had experienced, I realized that it was very hard to work through all of that, and I didn't have a template to you know or a mentor, or anyone to help me, you know ask who can ask questions, who's been through this, how can I overcome this, and I didn't have anyone. And so that's what um, really. Prompted me to start the wholeness pursuit community to be able to help other women that wanted to journey to wholeness.
1: Wow, I love it! I love it, and that just (laughs) makes sense. You know, it's a process, becoming whole is a process. And so, with that being shared, why do you believe it's important for people to become whole within their hearts, souls, and mind? How does one understand their purpose, um, and their you know what they're called to do? How does that aid in their wholeness? So, first, Mm -hmm. you know. Those are two aspects that I think are key to becoming whole. But I'd love mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts on all of that. Why is it important? And how does understanding your purpose aid in your wholeness? Well, you know, wholeness is so important because, you know, that's the foundation
2: of everything that you're going to see your life through. You know, your perspective comes through, you know, if you're broken or whole, if your perspective is broken or if your perspective is more at a whole place, everything you see is going to come through um, the health of your soul. So your decisions, um, even when it comes to relationships, marriage, dating, courting, uh, when it comes to your career choices, um, whatever you're pursuing in life, uh, you want to make sure that you have a whole perspective about that, because if you don't then you're going to choose, you know, uh, whatever decisions that you make based on what's going on internally. So you'll, you'll begin to make friends based on abandonment, or you'll stay in unhealthy relationships and stay extremely loyal to people because you're afraid of being abandoned. Or you may not, um, you know, take certain opportunities because you are fearful of failure, or you have a strong fear of people's opinions about you. So when you don't journey through those places in your soul to become whole, then your entire life has this um, this cover of just brokenness and hurt and pain. And all my decisions are coming from that. And all my flaws are showing up in everything that I do. And my relationships are broken because I'm broken. And mm. you know the things I pursue, I do it wholeheartedly because I don't truly know myself or I'm overwhelmed with the pain that I've encountered in my past. And I'm not confident or I deal with a lot of insecurities and just different things like that. And so, you know, we want to we work through all of this so that we can present ourselves in whatever arena that we're going into, whatever decisions that we make, it comes from a healthy place. And so that's why it's important. And then secondarily, when it comes to your purpose, there's no way you will fulfill your potential or see that thing manifest or become a reality if you don't deal with those soul issues and those soul um, voids and different things that you may have inwardly. You're always mm. going to see you know, yourself from a broken perspective, you know, someone can tell you, you're going to be an amazing speaker one day, you're going to stand before thousands of people, I can see it, you know, you're, Mm -hmm. you're very good at what you do. But you may look at yourself and say, absolutely not. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of speaking on stages. I'll never do that. And so we begin to doubt ourselves based on what we believe about ourselves. So wholeness helps us to increase our belief to a healthy place about ourselves. And so now we can pursue purpose with a knowing of,
0: You know, Mm -hmm. I
2: see myself as this, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do this. I can encourage myself and not worry about discouraging myself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love, you know, the last line that you said about, you know, now I can encourage myself so I don't discourage myself. And you're so right. It's so true that sometimes our own perspective, you know, trips us up from moving forward. Sometimes we are our own setbacks. Oh, absolutely! Um, you know, we are our own hurdles. Um, and because sometimes, uh, we can get in our own way, you know, I know that when we share our stories, um, then people can begin to relate or just even agree and be like, yo girl, me too. Um, I wanted to know, uh, can you share with us your journey of becoming whole as you now lead women to becoming everything that they are called to be, which is whole.
2: Ooh, what a journey that was. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's a simple yeah.
0: question. <laughs>
2: Ooh, just to think about that journey. Oh, my goodness. It was a, yeah. I always tell people, it's messy. It is so mm-hmm. messy. That journey to become whole, you know, you see so many different parts of yourself that you're not even aware of when you make that decision. You know, first and foremost, you have to make a decision. Okay. You can say, you know what, I'm actually going to pursue this thing because it can get so easy to think that you're going to do it you can you can you know be encouraged one day to do it and then the next day you don't move forward but you actually have to make the decision and so it's with me it started with a decision i Mm, see that my life yeah I see that my life is falling apart basically. I'm overwhelmed. I'm dealing with depression and anxiety. I realize that there is something, there's a root that I'm not seeing. There's something beneath the surface that has happened to me that has produced these symptoms. So when you start seeing different emotions, you know, come out, like um, crying spells or you know, staying in bed for days at a time, those begin, those are symptoms. And now we need to pay attention to those things. Something's not right here. And so that's where it started with me. I noticed that something wasn't right. I made a decision that I'm going to pursue um, understanding what is wrong within me. What is hurting within me? Where is this pain coming from? You know, that's being produced daily in my life. And so I made that decision. After that decision, the Lord really took me on a journey of really drawing closer to him. And so, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, when we draw close to him, he'll draw close back to us. So if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. And so I really went through that journey of drawing near to him. And so I had to literally make some hard decisions. I had to walk away from a relationship I was in that I thought I was going to be in that relationship for the rest of my life. You know, I was sold on that, but I knew it was it wasn't healthy. But all I've seen in my history, my family history and those around me was stay in unhealthy cycles and patterns. That's how you do life and Mm -hmm. I was just used to it. It was something that I seen. It was something that was second nature to me. There's nothing wrong with being emotionally abused in relationships. What's wrong with that? You know, those are the things Mm -hmm. that you see as normal until someone comes in and says that's not normal. And so Mm -hmm. once the Lord really made me aware of that, I had to journey through, okay, I need to draw close to him. And so when you know, you, when you start drawing close to God, that mirror, that mirror, <laughs> when you start seeing yeah. yourself, okay, you see right. that dirt in you, you see that mm. In you, you see that, um, you know, just bad decisions, you see the cycles, you see all kind of stuff. And so I had to dig deep and really get to the core issues. And so what I realized that a lot of that started in my childhood, what I seen Mm. my mother go through with abuse, what I seen uh, my father go through, and just some abandonment issues that I dealt with for my father. Um, Mm. You know, like I said before, the molestation I went through, and I went through, I was molested for a very long period of time, from at least Mm. about three years old till about 15. So wow. it was. Fierce.
0: So and sorry. Was, yes, Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah it's, wow.
2: it's a horrible situation, but I thank God for his grace and, and being able Amen. to really transform my life. But I went through a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of traumatic events and all of that built up over time. And so um, I had to go through all that. I had to work through it. What was my emotions about that? Did I feel alone in that? Was I hurt? Was that something that I was still having nightmares or night terrors about, you know, mm. just different things I had to deal with over time? And so that's really what I did. I dig, I really allowed the Lord to dig deep within me and really show what was inside of me. And every area that was empty, I allowed him to restore it with love. And so mm-hmm. it's an exchange that really had to happen. I give you my dirt. You give me your love. I give you my pain, you fill it with love. And so Mm -hmm. I kept exchanging with God those things, my memories of things, um, the disappointments that I had, you know, just the anger that I had. I just kept exchanging it with him through worship and just reading my word and devotion and journaling. And, you know, he really restored me over time of just me being open, transparent, and vulnerable with him. And then I had to also bring in community because I'm a sticker. You cannot heal isolated. OK, that is one thing you cannot do. You have say to that again,
0: <laughs> you cannot heal isolated. Wow,
2: absolutely yeah. not. You have to have community because people are able to point out things that you cannot necessarily see. People are able to encourage you. They're able to speak life over you. They're able to, you know, you have a shoulder to cry on. They're a safe place and they become safe environments for you to just be yourself or just, um, you know, open up you know, the secrets that you may have and all these different things. And so, you know, those are the steps that I took. I realized something was wrong. I decided that I was going to do something about it. I exchanged, you know, my dirt and my mess with the Lord and allowed his uh, love to overcome me. And then I did it inside a community. I invited other people into my process and then I just kept going. I didn't quit. Even though it got hard, even though I would have moments where I just felt like this is just too much to handle. I did not allowed that, and then lastly, I got counseling because that's important to me as well. I mm-hmm. invited a counselor in to really help me process through some mm-hmm. of those traumatic events.
0: Wow! And how you know, well, first of all, how beautiful <laughs> the journey. Because sometimes you Very know beautiful. we can like something so <laughs> devastating um, to to unpack and and unfold um, is like it's very difficult. It's really challenging, especially to have to like tell someone you've never met and had to kind of almost relive it again. Uh, so you can relive it with a new pair of eyes, um, and in an atmosphere of healing, um, is so important. So I just, I really loved when you said, you know, you just can't, you can't heal in isolation. Like, we just can't. Some people are like, oh, it's just me, myself, and I, and I'm just going to get through this by myself. Absolutely not. <laughs> mm. um, because at that point, you're just growing bitter, not better. Yeah. So I love that. Mm, I love so what you good. shared.
1: Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. You said some great things. But I think what stuck out to me was even before that is you had to make a decision. And God gives us free will. Now God wants us to be free. But we Mm -hmm. always have a decision. He'll never force us. God is not a God who is looking to control our lives. He wants us to choose freely and have that uh, ability to do so. Um, Because in freedom, there is no healing. And so if God's looking, you know, God's out there trying to control every aspect of our lives, we want to grow. We want to learn. And so I say all that to say, I just want our listeners to be encouraged that it starts with a decision. You have to have that decision. You have to make that choice for yourself if you want to become whole or not. Do you want to stay in the pain and the brokenness, the unforgiveness, the hatred? Um, do you want to stay in that? And, and I know a part of you does not. But also for those who may be struggling to make the decision to turn their life around, to walk a different path that may bring lots of pain. Yes. When you seek coldness, it hurts like heck. It hurts really bad from talking from all experience, um, especially going through a yeah. season where God is really calling me to elevate. But with elevation, <laughs> there comes a deep uprooting of things that cannot go with me where he's taking me. And so it has been a very challenging but beautiful season because there are dark parts of me that God wants out (laughs) and it hurts because he's truly taking it, removing it. And that process is painful, but I wouldn't want it any other way because at the end of that. You you're in a better place. You just you are able to walk in freedom like you've never walked before because that brokenness, that hurt, that hatred, that unforgiveness, whatever the case may be, it's holding, um, you know, us back in a way if we allow it to. So once again, it goes back to that decision. So that just stuck out to me so much, Raven. And thank God that you made that decision to seek healing and wholeness because now God can use you. He can use you in ways that he desires to use you. God wants to use us all. And he has grace for all of us depending on where we're at. But if we're able to come before him and say, God, do what you want, do your will then we're able to really get to that place that he desires for us. And so that is what I want for everyone um, who's out there. But I also want that for us. (laughs) And just so you encouraged me and confirmed in my heart you know what (laughs) God is doing for me in this season. So thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And then I would add to that as well, because oftentimes we think that it takes one decision it's going to take many decisions and you may make a decision Mm. and you may make a mistake, but then you can make that decision again. And so I just want to encourage, you know, anyone, you know, listening that just because you made the decision, you made a mistake doesn't mean you're in the wrong or you can't make another decision. That's something I struggled with when I was trying to come out of that relationship that I was in. That was very dysfunctional. I kept saying, I'm coming. Okay. I'm going to make the decision to leave. And two days later I was back. And so I had to continue to make the decision Mm. until it stuck. And so it's okay to have
1: that mistake. That's what God's grace is for and his mercy, but just continue to make that decision. Amen. So good. And i love to close Mm -hmm. this portion out, which is a scripture that's on my heart as you were talking about just that grace for when you, when you do fall and up trip and that's okay. Those moments are okay if we're able to allow ourselves to get back up. And so Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, um, the new living translation says the godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. And so, you know, when we come to the Lord and, you know, give our life over to him, we're considered the righteous. We're considered the godly. And so, yes, we will fall many times, but we will always get back up. So just don't give up on yourself through that process of healing um, and, you know, making mistakes. So. So, yes, 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 Raven, to that. Um, so now transitioning. <laughs> yes. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your three-month transformational counseling and coaching service called the Soul Clinic. I want to know more about this. I know our listeners. I want to know more about this. So come on, girl. What's (laughs) about the Soul Clinic? Yes, yes, yes. I
2: love the Soul Clinic. Um, it was something that, you know, God really placed on my heart to help um, people in their journeys once again. And instead of outside, inside of a community, this is more of a one-on-one service. And so I walk with my clients one-on-one and I tailor um, the Soul Clinic based on their needs. So whatever they're dealing with, we make sure that we create an agenda um, that will walk through nine one-on-one sessions um, to tackle whatever area they're dealing with. So a lot of people that I've been working with lately, They're just stuck in life, you know. They don't know where to go. They may be in a cycle of feeling as if um, they're trying to move forward and can't get the momentum to do so. I'm working with um, clients that deal with uh, also a lot of just self unforgiveness, and so they blame themselves for a lot of their mistakes. They blame themselves for a lot of um, the issues Mm. that they're facing today. There's a lot of blame, and so we we work with like I work with so many different types of individuals, and so. Like I said, the Soul Clinic, um, you'll have nine one-on-one sessions. We do homework, which is soul work is what I like to call it. Um, I work with you uh, either online uh, via Zoom or we'll tailor it just based on what you need. Uh, We do book assignments. Um, There's a lot of uh, me listening and giving feedback. I make sure that I give my clients all of my attention at all times. and so I also make them take the Enneagram test because Mm -hmm. it's very important for me to see what type of personalities Mm -hmm. I'm working with and then for them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for them as well i want them to see themselves at their best mm-hmm. and then at their worst and so when you get those enneagram descriptions it lets you know you at your weakest point and you at your strongest point and so i like to give people that picture so they can see themselves okay maybe you feel like you're down here but you have the capability mm-hmm. and the ability to be mm-hmm. up here and so it's been such such an exciting time to just work with a diverse um Clientele and just to hear so many stories and to get um, just that fulfillment. I really get a lot of fulfillment with helping people and really just seeing their lives change right before me. <laughs> just recently, I asked for testimonials Aww. and just reading those testimonials oh, made amen. me cry. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's good to feel as if you're a change yes. agent in someone's life. So the Soul Clinic is really getting into that deep soul areas and working um, through those areas, you know, specifically, like I just said. Some of the things I dealt with or whatever you may be dealing mm-hmm. with, rejection, abandonment, trauma, um, you know, uh, unforgiveness, all of those different things. And so we work with the soul. And then I make sure that when you're in that um, program or that service that you are doing the work. I don't do the work for yes. anyone. It's important that you do the work because when you do the yes. work, it sticks. So, oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I love that um, because so I'm a therapist myself and I always tell my clients, even up front, like, y'all, it's 80 percent you, 20 <laughs> percent me. <laughs> um, you know, yes. if I can believe in you, if you don't believe in yourself, then, you know, we have a problem. Um and so, yeah, yeah I, love, I love that. I love your, um, your model and how everyone um, just kind of comes together. It's, it definitely sounds like it's a community effort of, um, hey, we're going to show you at your best, but also worst, but also know that you're going to accept and love yourself on both extremes. Because um, sometimes we can yes. get so tripped up and feeling at our worst um, that we forget who we are when we're at our best. And so I love that. And kind of uh, thinking about it, um, you know, you have invested so much healing um, and soul searching um, in yourself. You know, how has Becoming Whole helped you to become who you are today?
2: Well, you know, I dealt with a lot of, um, believe it or not, social anxiety. And so when I tell people that, Mm -hmm. they're like, what? (laughs) they're like, you dealt with social anxiety? I'm like, yeah, I dealt with a lot of social anxiety. It's real. It's real, And so I really had to work through that as well as I had a lot of, um, I just had a very big issue with Mm. just being seen. Uh, I I really wanted to hide. I did not want the spotlight on me. I didn't, I never wanted to be on stages. I never wanted to speak on microphones. I never wanted to do any of this. And so I had to go through my own healing journey to get me here. And so this Um, My healing journey has really encouraged me to be able to do this to speak about my story to be able to help other women that may see themselves in me. You know, they may say, hey, I had dealt with that as a child. Hey, that was something I've gone through. And so I've been able to not only um, share my testimony, but also help people with my one on one services and as well as with my with my community to overcome these barriers and to pursue wholeness and, and be okay with it. Be okay with telling your story. Be okay with your flaws. Be okay okay with your broken areas because those things are actually strengths. You know, we, we need to show our scars to be able to help other people. And so me having the ability to say, Hey, Mm. I have scars, they've healed, you know, they're no longer open wounds, you know, but I can show you what I've gone through. I can tell you and relate to you based on my own story. And when people see themselves in me, I'm helping them and I'm encouraging them to go after wholeness. And so Walking through my own journey has really given me the ability to do so, to be an influencer and to be able to influence others to be positive in their journeys, to be able to influence others to pursue marriage healthily. You know, me and my husband, um, we did not have sex or anything like that um, prior to marriage. So we stayed um pure all the way through that time and so and that wasn't my testimony before Beautiful. that so you know it was good that yeah. God transformed amen. my life in that way and so I can say I've gone through dirty things but here Sweet. I am now amen come on yeah. come
0: on <laughs>
1: yes. I love yeah. that
0: I've mm. gone through dirty things and here mm. I am yes, now yes on. girl
1: <laughs> so so yeah. good yeah. this is so good and so we just, <laughs> we, we thank you once again for that vulnerability of sharing that and 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 going a little deeper, you know, what areas would you say, Raven, yeah. that you have had to in your life offer yourself grace for, especially throughout your journey of becoming whole?
2: Well, um, I definitely had to offer myself some grace when it came to just my confidence um, within myself, because, you know, when you go through a lot of trauma, that shapes your personality. And so, you know, there was a lot of things that, I was not willing to show about myself. So my scars was not easy for me to to open up about. I wanted to kind of hide. And so that really created more of a perfectionist in me. I didn't want anything to do with my past. I didn't want anyone to see my mess. I didn't want anyone to see that I had gone through all that I had gone through. And so I had to really realize that it's okay to be vulnerable and transparent and show these parts of yourself. And so um, it took a lot of grace to say, you know what, God, I'm doing this in your strength and not my own because, you know, grace is the ability to be able to do it, not in your own strength, but in God's strength. You know, the Bible tells us that God's grace is sufficient. And so it helps us. And so I really had to give myself grace with that. Well, being able to share my story bit by bit and, you know, being okay with that. Sometimes I felt comfortable sharing more. Sometimes I didn't. At this point I share it all, you know, so,
1: Amen. <laughs> but, Amen.
2: but I had to give myself oh, grace. Yeah. And I also had to give myself grace for the mistakes because sometimes I stumbled. I didn't always get it right. You know, even though I had a heart to mm-hmm. go after the Lord and I had a heart to change, um, my way of life and how I was living, you know, I had to rework everything. I had to rework my habits. I had to rework my belief system. I had to rework what was important to me. I had to rework, you know, my mindset. I had to, you know, my perspective, everything had to be rewired. And so I had to give myself grace as I was being transformed because a transform- transformation is being rewired. You know, it's like, mm. you know, creating new, a new system within yourself. And so I had to give myself grace as I overcame those humps. And sometimes I didn't get Right all the time, and so I had to say, God, I'm not perfect, and that's okay, and that's okay. So that's really where the grace had to come in for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And we all yeah. are definitely far from perfect. And um, sometimes I feel like we can get so hung up on our imperfections that we neglect um, our strengths and the healing process. Um, and the progress that we've made. So that's just so beautiful guys to just, you know, don't forget to offer yourself grace, even if you stumble or feel like you've done, um, went five steps back, uh, you can still take one more step forward. Um, And offering yourself grace. And I just believe that this time has definitely been really beautiful uh, with you, Raven, and just so enriched. And um, I know I've been receiving a lot. And so just kind of as we wrap up, just based on where you are now in life, uh, what final words would you like to share to our listeners? And how can they find you?
2: Yes, absolutely. It's been a great time. Um, I would definitely say, and I tell everyone this all the time, that wholeness is a journey. It is not a destination. It is not a place that you're going to get to and say, "I, I have arrived." Mm -hmm. It's a place of journeying through. Yeah, year after year, you know, season after season, life event after life event. And so, you want to always pursue wholeness. You know, you're going to always encounter something in life where your heart becomes, you know, maybe disappointed. Your heart may become hurt. You may experience some type of pain you know those things may try to root in you like anger and regret and so you have to work through those areas so don't be afraid to continual continuously pursue wholeness to always pursue wholeness and never think of it as i'm here i've arrived i'm finished but i'm going to always be on this journey And so that would be my final words to all the lovely listeners. Um, And (laughs) if you want to follow me (laughs) um, on social media, they can find me at Raven C. Knoll, um, or you can also visit my website at www.ravencnoll.com, or you can also visit the Wholeness Pursuits website at www.thewholenesspursuit.com
0: everyone go follow, go sign on, (laughs) go do what you have to do, Uh, go subscribe, especially no matter where you are, you know, in your journey. Um, Just know that, you know, you can always, if you have to get a fresh start, you can always get that fresh start. If you have to uh, keep going, you can always keep going, keep pushing. But the biggest thing, you know, is never to give up. Uh, And Raven, it's just been such a beautiful time with you. Um, and I will definitely uh, be following, continue to be subscribing, <laughs> um, uh, because can you can receive wisdom and yes, grace from any place, y'all. Sir Raven, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms.
0: You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at msha.ke slash podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to Space of Grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.